for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or you can head on over to AmericaOutloud.com and click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts, which are updated daily. As they always say, we face the same social media censorship that so many of you do, so uh, we appreciate it when you share those articles or podcasts on social media. We've got a big show once again tonight. We're going to have on candidate for Congress from the great state of California. Lucy Velotsky is going to be joining us. Uh, we're looking forward to hearing about her campaign and getting her thoughts on all the things going on in California. Um, certainly, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to California, Rob. We've done this many times before. We've talked about uh, Gavin Newsom and what a disaster he's been as governor of the state. We covered the recall in uh, great detail, had on several guests um, with the recall. Unfortunately, that did not bring the results we were hoping for. Um, In fact, Gavin Newsom got a lot more votes than what we thought he would. So uh, the recall did not end up being a big success in my mind. But then you look at LA in particular, and you've got this George Gascon, who's this radical DA letting criminals walk free, um, get out of jail. Uh, but pretty much you have to kill someone to end up in jail there uh, in Los Angeles. We already saw San Francisco wise up a little bit. They got rid of their radical DA. So uh, if you've been listening to our show these past few weeks, you would know that Rob and I have been focusing on crime, crime, crime. We think this is the message that the Republicans need to take into the midterms. Um, these cities are spiraling out of control with these radical DAs and these liberal policies. And the Republicans really need to hit home on that and uh, talk about these policies that the Democrats are pushing because a lot of these citizens um, don't even know about it because the news media will keep it under wraps. But Rob, how are you doing tonight? And I'm looking forward to our guest, Lucy Velotsky. Andrew, I'm doing great. Glad anyone was able to tune in. And as you said, Andrew, we have been talking about the closely approaching election in November, the midterms. All eyes are on states like California, New York, Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. We have an opportunity to make history. We have an opportunity to swat the radical Democrat party down and defeat them once and for all at this critical junction. I know that a lot of people are concerned about the quality of the candidates that are there and, oh, we don't know, maybe we should have gotten someone else. No, you don't go to war with an idea of, well, maybe if we had these soldiers, no, you go to war with the soldiers that you have and you support those soldiers all the way through because then you will get victory. But if you go to war with these hopes and, well, if I wish we had done this, uh-uh, that, that, those days are over, we're, we're past it. We need to get behind the candidates that we have and support them 100% Mitch McConnell. Yes, I called him out. We need to start supporting the candidates. Now, something that you had mentioned, Andrew, about the governor of California and the recall, Gavin Newsom. You know, when I think about it, I think that they probably had the votes. I think they had enough people to sign the petition. But the people in power that were looking at it decided to say, oh, 
not good enough. Some of the signatures we don't like. Some of the votes came in late. And some of this and some of that, all, every excuse under the book. And you see, they can do that when they run the election committee. Because the deep state runs extremely deep. And we saw this with the election of 2020. Hush, don't say anything. Because we can't say anything about the election of 2020. But the Democrats, they can talk about the election of 2020, 2016, 2000. And they can say, oh, it was wrong. They cheated. They cheated. But we can't say that because if we say it, that's misinformation. That's disinformation. We need to silence them. Look at Jamie Raskin. Jamie Raskin, every election that Republicans have won, he has stood up on the House floor and refuted and said, no, this election was not done right. Pull the tape. You will see it. I don't know why the media won't expose him. I don't know why they won't show it. But they'll pretend as if they'll, oh, no, what he's doing is okay. And that's one of the things that drives me crazy. I'm like, you guys know that this man is a cheat. He is a liar. But you won't expose him. But when it's someone on the right, oh, they'll run the tape over and over again. Over and over. They can't, I mean, they will put a hole in that tape. But they won't call out anyone on the left. As if they'll, oh, it's okay. I look at California. California should not be the way it is. A once beautiful state, the golden state. And look at what's happened to it under Gavin Newsom, who has ideas of being the president. But some folks would laugh at it and say, oh, that's so far fetched. Hey, whatever happened. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Well, he's governor, isn't he? They tried to get him out. He's still there. They tried to get him out after the whole COVID fiasco. They tried to get him out after the crime just started just busting at the seams. They tried to get him out after illegals just, just like flourished all over in the state. Look at the homeless. Look at the drugs. People on the streets going to the bathroom. People on the streets with needles in their arms. Yet still, he's governor. People are like, oh, it's okay. You know why it's okay? Because the elitist cabal, as Tulsi Gabbard mentioned when she came out a week or so ago and said she's leaving the party, the elitist cabal, they're not impacted by this. See, they're sitting up high looking low. And as regular people who have to encounter this when we're walking along the streets, when we're going to work, we're riding our cars, when we're going to the stores and seeing the high prices, or we're going to the stores and we're being hijacked or we're being threatened. We have to experience it. They don't because they have private security guards. After they've told us, we're going to defund the police. After they told us, oh, don't call the police if someone is robbing you because we don't have time for that. Don't call the police if someone is robbing your store or your place of business because we don't have time for that. And you're insured anyway, so don't worry about it. And the moment you decide to close down your business because you can't afford to be in those neighborhoods, then they'll say, oh, you're a racist because you want to shut down your business. But wait a minute, I need to make a profit. I can't allow people to come in and out and steal my products without paying me for it. Oh, you're a racist because you won't let them beat you up and slap you around. Oh, you're a racist because you won't let them shoot at you. Well, they didn't kill you. It's okay. Oh, and, and you, you, you also, you're homophobic. 
because you don't want us to change the gender of your child. And we should take your child from you because it's not a boy, it's a girl. And you don't need to know that. That's between us and the government. Uh, you know, you had the child, but we, we own the kid. Oh, and by the way, those schools that you're going to, that you're paying your taxes, those public schools, we're going to let them know what they should teach. And they're not teaching anything because the school, the, the school, the, the performance is down. This is the world we're living in now. And we can't say anything. But thank God that we have patriots like Lucy Velofsky, who's saying enough is enough. It is time for a change. She's running in the 32nd Congressional District in California. And you know what else? She's a legal immigrant from Montreal. Now notice I said legal, I didn't say illegal, I didn't say undocumented, I didn't say any of that. Because that's what the left, they want you, they want those people, if they want them, oh, come in, come in, we want you all in. And when you come in, we're gonna let you vote, we're gonna give you a place to stay, we're gonna give you food, we're gonna give you a credit card, we're gonna give you a car, we're gonna give you a house, we're gonna give you this, we're gonna give you that. Whereas the American citizens are getting nothing. The people who came here legally, who came here the right way and worked hard and proved themselves, oh, you get nothing. We're gonna take your taxpaying dollars and we're gonna give it to them. And we're gonna call that diversity. But thank God for people like Lucy, who says enough is enough. It's time to stand up and make a difference. Lucy, thank you for coming on the show. How are you tonight? I'm doing great and thank you so much for having me and I'm looking forward to say what I think. <laughs> so Lucy, why did, you, why, why did you decide to throw your hat into the ring and run? for the 32nd Congressional District in California? Well, been in business for 37 years. Uh, one day I was in my desk uh, in my retail store and started to think about what's happening around us in our country. And I said, wow, this is like you say, enough is enough. We're losing our freedom. We're losing our children. We are in crisis. We, lo we lost our energy independent. There is so many issues we're going through right now that I says to my husband, you take care of the business. Some people have to stand up and speak for the truth. We have to be out there and speak for the truth to let the people know if we don't stand up, we don't have a country anymore. And this is a scary thing to do to, and to think because you have no place to hide. Doesn't matter. The United States is the core of the rest of the world. And if we don't do anything right now, we are lost. That's it. We need to stand up and fight. You know, and I've heard so many people to say that, that we have no place to hide, that the United States is the core. And if we don't stand up, that is it. That's it. That's correct. I mean, this country was founded on those beliefs, but it's now people just want to just give it away. Oh, who cares? Let anybody come. But we have to stand up and fight. We can't just be so cavalier and give it up. So how long have you been in this country, Lucy? 
I came here in 1984. Then it's about like uh, going to 38 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why did you come? Why I came? What I came? A quick visit. I met my husband, and my husband is from Israel, by the way. Mm-hmm. That I'm, I'm sent for Israel, not for two state, but one Israel, one country. It's so important. Like I, I believe like uh, Israel in the United States, they have the two best ally for the rest of the world to be strong. Mm-hmm. And of course, I met my husband, starting a business together, and we have four beautiful children. I'm a grandma, and like I said, I'm a business owner, and I'm a fighter, and we never depended on the government. Uh, we work hard, and what everything we accomplished, we did at our ends, and our the way to doing things is the best way to do, and that's what we are lacking right now in our country. They want to end out to the people to get the votes and don't say anything. Just do what we tell you to do. And that's it. And, and I'm not the type of people you, you can tell me what to do. I'm a strong woman and I want to fight for the people to teach other people. You can be leader and you can be somebody one day. And this is what, what I'm fighting for again. Yeah, Lucy, and uh, you, we know you're running for office there in California for Congress. Uh, who is your opponent? It's Brad Sherman. Brad Sherman been there for 25 years. He has no course. He has no heart. He has nothing he can do for United States right now. He's sitting there, like I said, for 25 years. He side with the, the 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 worst people, the squad, and he has no leadership soever. He, he side with the criminals. Uh, there is no way you can talk to him. There is no conversation, no communications. Well, it's a lost case for my district. And it's one of the reasons I'm running against him. Yeah, we'll talk about that more in our second half. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We're available Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew with special guest congressional candidate Lucy Velasco. Cold and flu season is here. Wouldn't it be great if you had a way to minimize airborne viral threats? Well, now there is, and it's a povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray called Cofix RX. You might even say it's just what the doctor ordered. To reduce your chance of getting hurt, you wear a safety belt when you're driving. To limit sun damage, you wear sunscreen on the beach. Cofix RX is just like that. It's an additional layer of protection. It's sold by thousands of pharmacists and medical doctors nationwide. It's made right here in the USA. Again, it's a povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray. You've heard them talk about it here on the Outloud Network over and over again. Check out cofixrx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com for a retailer near you or use coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off at cofixrx.com. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? 
Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. So we have on our show tonight Lucy Polotsky. She's running for the 32nd Congressional District in California. And if you missed the first half, she said a couple of things that I think is very powerful. And we've had other guests to echo the same thing. And that being that we have no place to run and hide. It is time now to stand up and fight for our country, fight for the beliefs, fight for the values. Because what's happening now on the left with their cashless bills and gender studies and their lockdowns and their COVID mandates and things that are completely un-American and you can't have free thought. You got to think the way they want you to think. You got to believe the way they want you to believe. Before long, Andrew, they're going to want you to dress the way they want you to dress. And God forbid, because so the way some of them are dressing, it shouldn't wear anything at all. I mean, it's just, just walk out butt naked. Now, some of you might be laughing, saying, oh, I don't ever get to that. But did you think it would get to the point whereby we'd be locked up because of COVID and then forced to take a vaccine that we now know does not work for everyone, that we now know that men definitely should be careful before they take? Now, some would say that this is by design, especially for men, because studies are showing that the testosterone level in men has been decreasing over the past decade. Why is that? Oh, male toxic, they're too toxic. Let a man be a man and a woman be a woman. But you know what? The Democrats can't even define what a woman is. Now, they can define what a man is. Oh, man, he's too toxic. He needs to take it down. But a woman, oh, she can be, oh, well, we didn't love love that. Even our own Supreme Court Justice, Katanji Brown Jackson, who to me is just another number because she can't define whom she is. But this is where we are, and we've got to wake up, and we've got to start pushing back, and we need to push back hard. And we have a big state like California. And when I see people who are conservatives, who are Republicans, that are willing to stand up and say, I am going to run, I don't care what they say, that it's difficult for Republicans to run, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to keep doing it until people hear me, because enough is enough. So tell me, Lucy, about your district. What are the people saying? What is the feel in your district about what's happening now in our society? Well, the thing is, the border crisis, that we have so many people crossing the border, and especially we don't even know who's coming. They all come coming all over the country, a different country, and they don't have time to vet them. 
we we had danger to another 9/11 if we don't st- we don't stop this crisis at the border that definitely we have to close the border and also uh crime crime is in the rise with the crimes uh if you look at it uh defunding the police like you were talking a little bit about Gascon and Newsom they, they don't protect the good people they are, they are protecting the criminal they go in jail for a few hours and they've been released. And when they are released, they're committing other crimes. We have to stop that. We have to make sure we have law and order. And it's a big problem. And of course, we all know uh, California, we have a big problem with, even though it's pretty much become, I think, a national issues. Then we bring the people over the border. We have crisis with the homelessness. We don't have enough places to put all these people and all these people who coming anyway, they're depending for us to pay them, to give them, like you said, a cell phone, the freedom, rent, food, that we have people right now, they cannot even uh, afford to put gas themselves. They've been here for years. They came here legally. They're working hard. And what's happening right now, it's it's integrable. We, the people, we should take care of our people first. And this elected official been sitting there for so long, they're completely disconnected with the people. Enough is enough. We have to remove them from the map. Enough. Uh, I'm getting angry. And it's an angry issue right now because, like I said, again, we don't have nowhere to go. If we don't save our nation, our country, the people, if they are not waking up, I know we want to help everyone. But right now, we need to think, when you are in a plane, what is it to you? Put your mask first and help the people next to you. It's the same thing here. We have to think this way. If the people doesn't think this way, we are in big trouble right now. We have to change for 2022. We need to win this. You're right. I mean, I don't blame you for getting angry because every time I think about it, when I look at our country, when I look at New York City, I'm in New York City, and I think about a couple of decades where this was one of the largest, safest cities in America, a safe place. And now I look at it, it has just gone down. And why? Because of diversity, because of cash's bail, because, well, we want to make certain that these people have a fair chance. When you look at the numbers, when you look at the crime rate, look at the people who are committing the crime. Mm-hmm. That's how Giuliani was able to tap a tap on this and say, we're going to end this. We're going to cut it out. You know what he did? He went to the black community and said, OK, you keep up the crime. We're going to put you in jail. And he did it. And you know what? Black people thanked him for it because they their communities were impacted by the violence. They were impacted by it. So when he came in and put the kibosh on it, they thanked him. So we had eight years of him being in office with the crime just completely almost obliterated. And then after him came in Bloomberg. Now, while they were doing this, there were a lot of the elitists, Democrat elitists that didn't like it. And I remember one guy telling me, said, you know, Times Square, which is where people used to love to go and people watch was become the safest place you could go there at 1 a.m in the morning and feel safe nothing was going to happen to you now i wouldn't even go there at 12 noon because you never know what's going to happen 
Yeah. But back to my story, this guy said, you know, I don't like Times Square anymore. I'm like, why? Well, because it's become too Disney-fied. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, it doesn't have that culture. I'm like, what culture? Well, you know, people used to get mugged and shot. I'm like, are you serious? Do you actually want that? He's like, yeah, that's what New York is about. And now it has gotten back to that. Now, I don't know if he's been killed because of all the violence or not, but this is what a lot of these elitists, and as we've said on our previous shows, Tulsi Gabbard identified these individuals. Now, make no mistake, people. I know that Tulsi has a lot of views that I don't like. Okay, but what she's spot on on is defining the Democrats and the party that they have become a party of the elitist that have all of these crazy ideas and policies that are destroying America. So Lucy, they're in California. Gavin Newsom and George Gascon. Aren't people just a little bit tired of those two nitwits who aren't doing anything to protect law-abiding citizens? Well, a lot of people, uh, I'm telling you, things changing. I do feel like things changing. Uh, uh, they are very tired what's happening with Newsom and Gascon. That touch now the best, the best family, the middle class, especially, because, you know, the middle class, they're open field. You know, it's not like they are not as protected like people that have the wealth. They are, you know, it's different. And I'm very happy people that are the wealth. And I, 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 I give my blessing to them. But the middle class, they're not, they are not as protected and, and they don't feel safe anymore. I have people reaching out to me right now. The anti-Semitism, you know, they, they, they are orthodox. They want to walk on the street. They want, they, you know, on Saturday, they like to, do, to go to the shul. They are afraid to walk now because they don't know if anybody will come against them. We don't have law and order. And because of these two people, like, you know, Newsom destroyed completely destroy uh, San Francisco. Uh, you know, now he's, he's our governor. Gascon too is destroyed. You know, they, they're destroying our state. I don't get it, people. Please wake up. If anybody can understand, I have a lot of Democrats right now want to vote for me, even some liberal, because they know what I stand for. I'm stand for the truth. And I'm going to fight for the matter which letter you belong to. Because for me, I'm a person of faith and family and freedom. And I speak for the truth, but I have a way to connect with people. I have a way to connect it as a saying, as to say, like to have a conversation. We need conversation. We lost that. Who make us to lose a conversation and connect it with the people is our elected official who is sitting there and they want to keep the control over the people. They are so corrupt. It's not even funny. We have to defeat them. It's about time we have blood. I'm not, I'm not a politician. I never did that in my life. But I'm ready to fight for myself, for my children, for the family, for other families, for all of us. We need people to wake up. Two people sitting in our... Uh, oh, and if you heard about what's happening in our, uh, our council, city council, I don't know if you heard about that. It's a mess. We lost four of them right now. They've been talking about the, the mockery that they're sitting in our city making $180,000 a year and mockering the people who they put in on office. This is not acceptable. 
Yeah, very well said. Lucy, uh, you mentioned you're a business owner. I'm sure uh, you've got a lot of friends who are also business owners. Uh, what's it like there in um, Los Angeles, California with these radical DAs? We now know people can rob. Um, you get homeless people um, camping outside your store. Um, has any of this affected you personally or any of your friends' uh, businesses? Oh, definitely. I had someone, so many people homeless, this, uh, you know, they came around to my store and sitting there, camping there. And of course, just to tell you, this is again where we are, because now I'm running for office. Everything is done in a day. But if I will call in the past, like I was not running for office, I said, I'm having a problem. I would, the homeless was sitting there for weeks. You see that, that that's not okay. Doesn't matter at which level of, of qualification you are or what you do in your life. They have, the elected official, they have to respond to you. We, we pay them. They owe us. They owe to the people to give them to the safety. And this is what's happening. We, we're having problem with the homelessness and we have good people, uh, I'm saying as a nonprofit organization, but some they have to go. It's a ripoff. They're ripping off us with the tax money just for themselves. Then there is good, and I said, and there is some bad. The bad has to go. Mike, there are bad people that are in office, and in my opinion, the Democrats are all bad, that need to go because yeah. you have too many people that are sitting back and they are allowing innocent Americans, innocent taxpayers to yes. suffer. Why are they allowing us to suffer? Why aren't they standing up for us? Because they don't care. They want you to think that if you speak out, as you said, Lucy, so eloquently, all we have is our voice and they want to silence our voices. They don't want us to say anything. Yeah. They want us to sit back and allow all of this craziness being robbed, being shot, being killed, and we can't say anything. Now think mm -hmm. about those families who are we're about to enter the holiday season, who won't have loved ones sitting at the table, and why? Because of the failed policies of the left. And I would say again, there are a lot of Democrats that are out there, especially Christian Democrats. We had someone on our show the other day, Cara, <coughs> excuse me, Cara Castanova, and she said that there are a lot of Democrats that are Christians that are completely unaware of the policies, the demonic policies that the Democrat party supporting. This whole thing with transgender, the whole thing with changing the sex of the children, yes. the whole thing with the abortion, allowing children to have abortions and not telling the parents to change their names at schools. A lot of Christian Democrats are unaware of it. And you know why they're unaware of it? Because the media won't put it out there. The only thing they will say is, no, Trump, it's Trump, it's Trump. But it's like, wait, Trump is not in office. Let's look at your policies. Talk to us about your policies. Why do you think that a lot of these Democrat politicians will not face Republicans when it's time to debate? Why do you think they want to wait to the very last moment? See, they're waiting because they know that they've already mailed out absentee balance. They've already mailed out mail-in balance. They've already had early uh, voting. So they're hoping that their base will go in and vote for them because of their name and not because of their policy. So at the 11th hour, they'll go, okay, now I'll debate. But yeah, but the damage has been done. They've already voted for you. Yeah. See, that's Definitely. what they're hoping. They want to wait to the last 
the last possible minute, oh, then I'll have a debate because then I won't have to debate you. My, you will have to know about my policies and where I stand on it, mm-hmm. which is the trickery of the Democrat Party. They don't want to debate, but they want you to vote for them. They don't want to debate. They will hide. They will duck. Look at what Joe Biden did. He hid. He ducked. He, I can't do this. I can't do that. Look at what's happened in Pennsylvania with John Fetterman. Look at Arizona, the governor there. She doesn't want to yeah. debate. And it's just across the whole spectrum. They don't want to debate because they cannot defend this radical policy. So better we make it about Trump, who's not even running, than about our own policies. Democrats need to wake up because I do believe, Andrew and Lucy, that if a lot of these Democrats, especially Christian evangelicals and a lot of others, if they were aware of the policy platform of these Democrats, they would say, this is not what I want. And they would do one of two things, as I've said. They would either vote Republican or they won't vote at all. And that's what's scaring a lot of these Democrats. Lucy, what do you say? Well, yeah, right what you say. And like I said, that's why. But like I said, I, I'm meeting a lot of Democrats lately, and they're really, really reaching out to me. And even some liberal, they says, we're going on the wrong direction. What's happening? What our elected officials doing to us, it's not acceptable then we, we, we have to be strong. Like I said, we come back to tell them the truth, to put on the plate. It's not about Trump. It's about, are you happy with what's happening at $7, $9 a gallon of gas, the food and things like that? Where is this coming from? You know, you have to look ahead. You cannot look back. You have to repair. We have to repair what happened in the, in the past to go forward. We have to stop to look back. We have to go forward and fight for a better life. We have to. We have to. And people always have tendency to talk about the past. Forget the past. Let's let's take care of the problem now. The past will not help you. It's what now and what we're looking for the future. And this is what I plan. And this is how I'm talking to the people. And when I'm talking like that to the people, it says, oh, you're right. You know, you are right, because our kids, there is no future for our children right now. There is no future. We have we lost two decades on the value of our youth. What's happening right now? And we that new generation, the young kids, we have to bring back what we have learned and to give them a base of value for the future for themselves, that they can be somebody. Not to treat them like kids and, and, and give them $100 or $200 or maybe $1,000 a month. And, okay, I'm, I'm going to shut your mouth. Don't say anything. We'll tell you what to do. We have to stop that because there is more value. People want to feel something. People want to be leaders. But they don't want this elective official, them, to become leaders. They are vicious. And the viciousness, we will pay the price soon if things doesn't change. Yeah, very well said, Lucy. Thank you so much for your time and joining us tonight. Lucy Velotsky, if you guys want to follow her campaign, you can go to voteforlucy.com. Uh, we appreciate your time and so thankful that you came on tonight. Um, now a quick message from our sponsors. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus 
focus deeper and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cells pill-free vitamins. And now for the first time ever, you can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products and save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. So you can now save 25% off your favorite Healthy Cell products over at HealthyCell.com with the code OUTLOUD. Thanks again to our guest, Lucy Volotsky. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin. In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.5 proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. That's HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. And you know, Rob, I've got to say, we hit a home run this week once again with our guest. We had on Kara Castronova uh, last night, and then tonight it was Lucy Velotsky, um, two brilliant women who are running for office. And these are the type of people that we need to be promoting uh, to make a difference in our communities. These are real people. They're not lifelong politicians. They've actually lived in these communities. They face the effects of these liberal policies, and they've had enough of it, and they're stepping up to the plate and uh, running for office. And I hope both those ladies uh, do extremely well and win. Uh, only time will tell. But uh, Rob, I've got to say, I'm really proud of our platform for giving women like this um, the platform that they deserve, that these mainstream media networks will not give them the time of day um, when they deserve it completely. What are your thoughts? Well, Andrew, not only that, uh, when you look at these women, you look at their backgrounds, like you said, one, they're conservative, they're Republicans. They're also moms, they're business owners, they're wives. They have lives outside of you know, politics and they're not politicians, but they're looking at what's happening. They're looking at their voices that's been snatched from them. And then they've been grouped together and made to believe that either they don't exist. And if they do exist, they're nothing but a bunch of Karens. Now, you and I both know that's not true, and they know it also, because we have had to come on and will continue to come on Black conservative women, Hispanic conservative women, Indian conservative women, 
Asian conservative women, it runs the gamut. But when you're looking at the left, they'll tell you, oh, it doesn't exist. We only have the people who are out there. Our women are the ones who are out front and center. You would never know that we had a black female secretary of state come to Lisa Rice because yeah, the media won't talk about it. Exactly right. And Rob, I would put our track record up against bringing uh, diverse guests on from all different backgrounds against anybody uh, that's got a show, uh, even on the left. I think that we bring on all different backgrounds and uh, from what I've seen more so than any other show um, currently out there. So I'm very proud of that, that we give a platform to some of these candidates like uh, Lucy and Kara. Uh, who normally don't get the uh, platforms that they deserve from these mainstream media networks. They don't get the platforms that they deserve. And here's the other thing, Andrew. We didn't pick them because of, because of their ethnicity or their gender. We picked them because they were viable candidates. They were strong candidates willing to speak up and say, this is who we are. And as what's her name, Katie Perry would say, here I am woman who me were loud and clear. What, you better pay attention to these women because they are out there. And again, I was reading an article the other day. They were talking about, you know, they're always talking about the virtues of women on the left. Even Hillary Clinton, they wrote a book about gutsy women, not one conservative. Not one conservative. And when you look at who we have running now in these elections, no, the media will say, oh, they're, they're from the fringes of the right. And they're white supremacists, and they're this and they're that. It's like everyone is a white supremacist. Oh, and they're racist. Everyone is a racist. It's like, look at Winsome Sears. She gets no credit. The media won't acknowledge her. They pretend as if though she doesn't exist. And then you got CNN saying that, well, we're going to change our platform. We're going to change things. Yeah, but you can't acknowledge Winsome Sears. Now, they'll go out and get some uh, what was the, the woman's name uh, in, I think it was Utah. She was black. I almost called her name. And she was a conservative. And she was on The View for a while. Oh, they loved her. They loved her because she hated a lot of the party platform, the Republican Party platform. So they could play with her. But the others who are strong in their beliefs, like Lucy and Kara, oh, forget about them. They don't want them there. It's just, it's amazing, Andrew. It's, it's just amazing. It's just amazing how the people that they have there and how they want to ignore the people that are on, the women that are on the right. And they're supposed to be about diversity, the party of diversity. They're not the party of diversity. You look at the other day, Bill Meyer. Now, I know a lot of people, whenever he says something, they're like, oh, look, he sees it our way. He sees our way. He sees things our way. Yeah, he might see things our way, but that doesn't mean he's going to come over on our side. And I tell you, I don't want him on our side because he has his checkered past also. But you were talking to me uh, about the, you had read an article about what he had said about Herschel Walker. Now, you told me the other day that you saw the debate and that Herschel Walker did extremely well. I've been reading some of the outtakes and everyone is saying he stood his own. But Bill Mayer or Meyer, whatever he calls himself, says something different. You want to talk about that, Andrew? 
Yeah, Bill Maher on his show, I know he says a lot of things against the Democrats that people often like, but this guy is a radical progressive uh, liberal. As I've mentioned before, he even said that uh, the country's in better shape under Joe Biden than it is under President Trump, which is just outrageous to even say such a thing. But Bill Maher was basically talking about uh, Herschel Walker and his past um, with the abortion thing and all these other instances. And he called Herschel Walker dumb and said that um, he can't believe that someone so dumb would actually get votes and is electable, which I thought was very funny if the left actually wants to play that game. Um, Okay, Georgia, okay, you can disparage Herschel Walker, but we have another tight Senate race up there in Pennsylvania. And this John Fetterman, I mean, this guy is completely stroked out. Um, He's probably even worse off than Joe Biden is cognitively. And uh, Dr. Oz is a doctor. So if they want to play a game of who has the higher IQ, um, I think Dr. Oz would vastly uh, beat John Fetterman. And uh, I think Herschel Walker is a brilliant man. I mean, you look at what this guy's accomplished in his life. He is an Olympian, a professional football player. Um, He's fought mixed martial arts. I mean, this guy's a renaissance man. He's done it all. And at the highest of levels, um, you don't get elite at something like Herschel Walker has been at football, uh, bobsledding with being a dumb person. He's a very smart man. So don't let these attacks from uh, Bill Maher um, psych you out because they are absolutely false. Well, see, the thing is, is that, and I've said this before, if you don't sound as eloquent as Barack Obama, who in my, in my opinion was always picking his words, or like Bill Clinton, who in my opinion had a very weak voice, the inflection of it, if you don't sound like them, you're not presidential. They like these orators to get up and talk and lie and do all this other stuff. If you don't sound like that, oh, we don't, you're dumb and you're stupid. Well, because he doesn't have a grasp of the issue, a grasp of what issue, your issues, because he's not voting the way you want him to vote. Now, you think about all the Democrats who are just going along just to fit in. Look at AOC. The, the woman is not smart. She lies continuously. But yet and still they'll say, oh, she's oh, she's smart. Well, she's smart because she knows how to work social media. And I would even question social media. Are people actually that into her? Are they tuning in? Or is it a possibility that because they see that, um, she looks pretty good. She's not my type. Well, let's make certain that people have access to her to grow her numbers. There is an algorithm behind all this. So just don't think that these social media influencers are just popping up and that they work so hard. No, it doesn't. Not That's a complete lie. They'll see something that you've done. They say, mm, they're good. Let's promote them. Then they'll do the algorithm and then they're promoted. Because you think you're in a sea of people that are putting content out there. Do you actually think that your content is going to be found by all these other people. No, there's an algorithm. And if they spot you, they like you, boom, you're promoted, which is what's happening with AOC. And you want to say she's smart? No, I know Bill Maher doesn't like her. He's right now wants to attack Herschel Walker for the simple fact that Herschel Walker is going up against a preacher boy. And of course, the preacher boy is supposed to be eloquent. He's supposed to be able to convince us with his voice, his booming voices of what we're supposed to do. But because Herschel Walker, whose background isn't, you know, exemplary, I mean, he's done things just like we've all, we're, we're all sinners. Falling short of the glory of God, the grace of God. 
But because he's going up against a preacher boy, he's dumb. He's stupid. He doesn't sound right. And I hate to pull out the race card, but I think Herschel Walker being a black conservative, that's the key word there, conservative, um, they feel even more venom and justification in attacking him because the way that a lot of these liberal Democrats see it is they see him as somewhat of a race traitor. I mean, you heard Joe Biden. If you don't vote for me, you're not black. That's how a lot of these liberal Democrats think. They think if um, you're on the other side, you're a Republican and you think for yourself, they think you're some kind of radical white supremacist. And I think that Herschel Walker is uh, coming at the, uh, the onslaught of these attacks in large part because he's a black man. Yep. Think of Tim Scott. They don't acknowledge Tim Scott. Like I said, they don't acknowledge Winston Sears. If you are black and if you don't ascribe to the party, of the Democrats, they do not acknowledge you. They will say that you don't exist. They will even say that, oh, by the way, you're also a racist. Look at the comments that the, uh, the host of, what is a show? The View some of the things they say about Clarence Thomas. Look at Joy Reid, what she said about Clarence Thomas. Tiffany Cross just made a disparaging remark about Clarence Thomas. Now imagine, if you will, someone on the right media making a comment about Barack Obama, about Maxine Waters. They would go apeshit crazy. Oh my God, that's racism. Oh my blah, blah, blah. But you can say it all you want to on the left. And not a word is said. Yeah, go figure. That's who they are. That's what they do. Look at look at President Trump. You also mentioned that about President Trump, his comments about the Jews. You want to talk about that? Sorry, I was having technical difficulties, Rob. But uh, to continue on our conversation here with Herschel Walker and uh, the left kind of labeling him as dumb, I just think it's completely outrageous. And uh, like I said, I think it's a racial attack on him. I think think that they're spewing even more venom towards Herschel Walker uh, than they would a normal candidate in his position. Um, you look at Brian Kemp, who was behind um, a lot of President Trump's anger and fury. The media has kind of laid off him against his race against Stacey Abrams, who obviously they're hyping up and pushing quite a bit. And uh, Brian Kemp, I don't know about you, Rob, but I haven't seen a whole lot of attacks on him uh, this time around, which I find interesting because of his rivalry with President Trump. Nope, you haven't. And you won't because they now want to get rid of him and they want Stacey Abrams. But I think they realize it's a it's a lost cause that Stacey will not be the governor. She's not the governor now. She won't be the governor anytime soon. Yeah, so it's well, a lost cause. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I think this election will tell us a lot about 2024. And if states like Virginia and Pennsylvania are completely lost for uh, Republicans at the moment, because um, especially Georgia, it's been a traditional Republican state. In this last presidential election and the last Senate races, it leaned Democrat. I think the fraud is heavy in Georgia. It'll be interesting. Interesting to see if the Republicans can pull these races out and uh, keep Georgia in play in the future, because if we lose these races, it's going to be a lot of uh, negative momentum in the state of Georgia, and it might be tough for the Republicans to uh, take it back in the future. Yep, it could be. So hopefully we will prevail in Georgia. I mean, if, like they said, uh, Brian Kemp is doing extremely well. So hopefully he will be able to pull Herschel Walker across the finish line. And as I said before, and this message is directly at Mitch McConnell and a lot of the other party elites, 
You go to war with the army that you have. This is the army that you got. You support them. You support the troops all the way through. Support those soldiers. There's no time to look back with to have 2020 was hindsight. Those days are over. You've got to look forward, plain and simple. Because if you don't, you will lose. And that's what we've got to do. You know, what else? You had mentioned to us about, uh, I, I started saying about Trump and his comments about Jews, but I want to get to yeah. uh, Kanye West. I want to talk about right. Kanye West. Well, they're kind of related, so we can uh, throw it all in together. Here. So, go ahead. You can take the lead. Okay, so basically President Trump came out this past weekend and uh, called out American Jews and said that they don't appreciate what he did for Israel like the evangelicals in America do. Um, he was basically um, alluding to the fact that he's disappointed with the Jewish support he has here in America. He says it's much stronger over in Israel. He says he could run for prime minister of Israel and win tomorrow. And uh, he's not feeling the love here in America, which, Rob, you and I have looked at the numbers before, and I believe it's like 60 percent vote Democrat of Jews. And it makes absolutely no sense because um, a lot of their policies completely uh, fly in the face of their policies. Um, you look at the party and their history of anti-Semitic comments and uh, so on and so forth. It really doesn't make a lot of sense to me that there are so many American Jews that do vote for Democrat. But here, here we are. Um, I'm wondering if it might have been a little bit of bad timing for President Trump to call them out on that, however, because right now there's this huge controversy with Kanye West and attacking the Jews is basically alluding to the fact that um, they run a lot of Hollywood. Um, he's getting kicked out of uh, Chase Bank, saying that their bank is um, ran by Jews. Um, it's interesting. I don't think Kanye realizes uh, the depth of his comments and why they are deemed as anti-Semitic. These were some of the same attacks that um, Hitler and the Germans brought against the Jews. So I can see why they are so uh, sensitive to these attacks. But at the same time, I don't think uh, Kanye West is necessarily trying to be um, hateful towards all Jews. He's just talking about uh, these elitist Jews that are in a lot of these industries, but it's not just Jews. We see that with all different um, cultures and races where they do like to promote um, each other and help uh, their fellow uh, Muslims say get ahead. I mean, we see that all the time. I don't really think there's necessarily anything wrong with it, but with this stigma that's attached to it, dating back to, of course, World War II, all the anti-Semitic attacks, I completely understand um, why they do get so offended by these statements. But uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on Kanye West? A lot of people think he has really uh, went off the rails um, I don't know. Like I said, I kind of am defending him a little bit. I don't think he's got hate in his heart towards um, all Jews. I think perhaps he does have some conspiracy theories that they're at the top um, running certain things, which may be unfounded. But uh, what are your thoughts? Well, we're up against the hour and I'm going to make it short, sweet and brief. Everything you said, I agree with you 100 percent. What Trump said, I don't think he was trying to indict all the Druze, but he was indicting that huge line short, that line share of the Jews that do consistently vote for Democrats, and those same Democrats don't like them. Those same Democrats like AOC, Alid, uh, uh, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, that's saying that we don't want you here. They talk about them, but yet still you go and you vote for them. So I agree with what he's saying. It's like it's time to wake up. The same thing with Blacks. 
Why do you keep voting for Democrats when they're doing absolutely nothing for you? Now, of course, the media will look at that and say, oh, he's being anti-Semitic. No, he's not. Everything is not anti-Semitic. Everything is not racism. You can have an opinion and state your opinion based upon what you see without it being about racism or anti-Semitic. Now, on to Kanye West. Okay, Kanye West says a lot of good things, just like Bill Meyer. A lot of good things. There are some things that he says that he's just completely out there. Okay, but like you said, he's talked about those Jews that he has experienced, that he's worked with, the ones in the industries that control his record deals, that control his clothing apparel, where he's doing his, he's trying to get his, his uh, apparels out there. He's not indicting them all. And people got to stop this group think. Once they're talking about one group, it's like, oh, they're talking about us all. No, they're not. You're not that special. I hate to break it to you. Okay. But, but the left, they're able to do it because they control the media and they're able to make you think, oh, he's talking about them all. What in actuality, he's not. When Joe Biden came out and said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. They tried to like uh, mince his words and say, oh, no, he wasn't talking about all black people. Well, who was he talking about? See, it's again, rules for thee, not for me. Plain and simple, Andrew. Yeah, and Kanye West gets attacked a lot, but the one thing I do like about him, and I'm not necessarily a big fan of his, but I do like that the guy really doesn't have a filter. He kind of says what's on his mind. He says what he means, and he means what he says, uh, despite if it's uh, controversial or not. If he feels something, he's going to come out and say it, and uh, I think we could use a whole lot more of that in America. Thank you once again to our guest, Lucy Velotsky, for joining us tonight. VoteForLucy.com if you want to support her campaign. And thank you all for taking the time and joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Apple's Podcasts, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 Talk Radio. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.